1: and I hope they'll be useful for you. Is there a
2: criteria you have to meet for the three months' wait of donor sperm to be waived?
1: Unfortunately, it's laid down in regulations for our accreditation about that process. I know there have been exceptions when a brother-in-law has donated, and so that has been waived when there's been an urgency. I mean, the standard time, to be honest, for quarantining sperm for donation is six months. By doing extra tests, we can get it down to three months, but they're more expensive to do. But generally, for the security of patients, six months is the standard.
2: Prof, we have Kirsty Jade's question come through. My husband had low sperm count, 4 million. Is there any way to boost sperm count naturally?
1: The answer is usually no. There are a few unusual conditions where medications may help. But that requires a specialist who understands male fertility to be assessing the situation. But in most cases, we really can't do anything about it. With four million, certainly IVF with sperm injection gives you exactly the same chances of success as doing IVF on a man, including a man with normal sperm counts. But there is good chances of pregnancy even with four million. But falling naturally with four million depending on your age, of course. But if you were 35, I'd be saying you've probably got a 3 or 4% chance per year of conceiving. So it's very low. But it's not impossible. I never say impossible. Male factor issues. I've been surprised a few times and been surprised that when it's retested, it's gone from 4 million to 20 million. It does happen just spontaneously. Someone's asked me whether I consult over the phone. And and yes, I do. In this day and age, COVID is really push the barriers for us all in terms of communicating with patients without sitting across the bench from them so yes we have both can do teleconferences i can do zoom so you can see my beautiful face and i can see your beautiful face as well and uh, we do have a capacity to do that all you need to do is to contact my secretary and cobra and uh, she can set up an appointment i Usually consult on Tuesday afternoons and Thursday mornings and they're happy to do a teleconference call during that time. So I hope that helps the person that asked that question. And, and any of you that are listening who obviously are plugged into technology by listening into this um, I just broadcast. Think my, I think mean, most of the questions here are about how can I do better? <laughs> Those of you that have been through IVF and not been successful. What I can tell you about is the work that we've done looking at the statistics of Australia-wide in the clinics. And what we can say is that, let's take a 38 year old as an example, where the success rate per cycle is around 35-38% on average across Australia. We're a little bit better than that, but that's the average. If you take women who've been through that cycle and failed and do it again, by the end of the second transfer of an embryo, their pregnancy rate will be up to around 55%. And then if they do a third cycle, it'll go through to 65, 68%. And in the fourth cycle, up to 75% chance of having a baby. So the message from that is the more times you are prepared to try, the more chance you have of getting pregnant. The proviso being that you're producing embryos that are of reasonable quality.
2: Prof, the question for you is, can you transfer at stage three, what are the differences, and then from stage five?
1: Yeah. Okay, so what we're talking about at stage three, stage five, is day three of embryo development. At which stage the embryo's got about, on average, somewhere between six and sometimes ten, but usually around eight cells. And we can't really differentiate at that stage between a good embryo and a bad embryo. So if we transfer on day three, we will have more embryos to put back because a lot of those day three embryos won't get to day five, but we won't know which ones were going to get to day five. So the chances of success with a day three embryo is less than with a day five embryo. So you've got to go through more cycles of transfer with day threes to get the same result as having a day five embryo put back. So that's why now nearly 75% of embryo transfers in Australia are now blastocyst stage, day five, because that single embryo has a much better chance than a single day three embryo. So, however, and let me just say that what we do know now is probably the end result And I was talking before about the accumulation of results, first, second, third, fourth, fifth transfer. At the end of all of the transfers of all those embryos, the actual ultimate chances of a pregnancy are probably very similar, but you've gone through a lot more transfers with the money involved in that. And obviously the psychological disadvantage of going through a cycle, having an embryo put back and having that weight, that horrible weight 10 to 15 days, am I pregnant, am I not? And so the less time for that, the better. And so blastocyst means if you're going to get pregnant, there's less time to get to the stage of being pregnant rather than day three.
2: If you want to book an appointment with Prof, you can do so at one 111 483 and you can just organise to have a call with him over Zoom or over the phone, I believe you did, as you said earlier Prof, your phone consults. And Jordan has responded to Christine's question earlier and said it was Dr. Graham Hughes. I believe you know him pretty well.
1: Very, very well. One of my great mates. And he claims he had a lucky chair. I said it was just luck. No, he was just a very good doctor who sadly now has retired.
2: Oh, he's retired. Yeah. Prof, I believe there's also, if you're in New South Wales, I believe there's a government initiative that helps reduce the costs. Is that
1: right? Yeah. So our premier last year in the election has granted... Uh, $500 per couple having investigations of infertility to cover the out-of-pocket costs of investigation and consultation. So it can help in the financials.
2: Prof Jordan says, the lucky chair worked for us. He's a lovely doctor, obviously referring to Dr. Graham Hughes, which is wonderful. And Christine asks another question. If you naturally ovulate okay in my age group and on ultrasound see about nine follicles, is that good?
1: Yes, I'd love to see you. Of all women at 44, if you can see nine follicles on a scan and uh, you're still ovulating, then in that 3%, I might say you're more up to the 5% mark than the 3% mark. Sounds like a good
2: idea to call 1800 111 483, Christine.
1: Although she's seeing Louise, who's a great doctor. I taught her.
2: Please do share this with as many people as you think will benefit from it because we have a message or the mission, Prof's mission, is to try and help people who are experiencing infertility to overcome challenges and thanks to technology we've got quite a few options at our disposal and we're keen to help whoever needs to be helped.
1: And don't forget that you can access all the previous episodes by going to our website www.theivfjourney.com and select IVF Journey podcast from the navigation menu.